So with everything going on around the world, the question is, is this the end or is this just the beginning? Let's get into it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom, 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 my brothers and sisters. Thank you, as always, for um, tuning in to another episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast. Listen, before the podcast, before we get started with the podcast, I want you to um, take this episode, share it with five people, five people that you know. Um, Also, I want to thank all of those around the world, all of those in the States who have supported this podcast. You've tuned in, you've listened, you've shared, um, you've subscribed. Uh, you, you've told mama them, pookie them, everybody them about this podcast. Listen, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to have to do another shout out um, at some point on one of these episodes just um, to all the cities, all the countries um, that's rocking with your boy Yammer Yahoo. Listen, if you have not already, um, please follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Jacob C12 on Instagram at Jacob C12 on Instagram. And you can search um, Jacob C podcast on Facebook to find us on there as well. You can also follow me, Yahoo at Yahoo 15 on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, I think that's it. Oh, yes, Teespring. We have uh, we have merchandise on Teespring. You can get your T-shirts and all that good stuff as well on Teespring. Some of you have already uh, purchased some of that, um, some of those items. I thank you because um, your support does not go unnoticed um, and all that money goes right back into this podcast to try to make it the best production um, that it can be. And there's also some great, great things um, that is coming in the future, um, the, the very near future for this podcast. Um, let's get right into this episode, right? So um, obviously, unless you've been under a rock, as I like to say, you have heard of Wuhan 400, COVID-19, or what the world calls coronavirus or what some of the comedians on Instagram and uh, YouTube are now calling the Rona, the Rona. We out here with this Rona, as they're saying. So we have a lot of people freaking out. Um, Obviously, on my last uh, my last podcast, if you if you listen to that, um, I said that we need to be balanced. Right. Um, We don't need to. it, It was entitled coronavirus what we know and what we should be doing. So my whole point of that one was that, hey, listen, don't freak out, but also take this seriously. So don't be on the side that says, oh, my goodness, it's it's the end of the world. Like sell all your stocks, sell your homes, go live under a rock somewhere. Like don't follow those people. Also do not follow those who say, ah, this is not a big deal. Uh, Just live your life. Keep going to keep going to your stores and interacting with everybody do not practice any kind of social distancing whatsoever like don't listen to those people either Uh, both those people are foolish and they do not walk in wisdom Um, one is a fool and has no wisdom the other is a fool and relies on fear so we don't walk in foolishness nor do we walk in fear we walk in the wisdom and the understanding that uh, the most high has given his people uh, the people of israel Um, so we do not live by fear for Uh, The Most High did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, kindness, and a sound mind. We know the spirit of fear comes from Hasatan. We know the spirit of foolishness also comes from Hasatan. These are not spirits 
that were given unto the people of Israel. So do not walk in them. Uh, do not follow those who operate in them. I told you as well in the last podcast that there are going to be some memes that come out because, you know, around this time, you know, the so-called super brews like to put memes out, you know, and, and, and tell people not to freak out. This is the side. This is the side of things that don't freak out. And there's this meme that's been circling uh, from brews and people, just regular people as well, um, that every single election cycle, a pandemic happens. So SARS, Ebola, H1N1, all this other stuff. But here's what I want to say about that meme uh, and just about that conspiracy theory there. I don't I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. I believe that people are just evil and things happen because the most high is in control of all things. I believe in the most high. Also, if there has been an epidemic every single election cycle, I believe that's just coincidence. Why? Because this is something different. So um, if in the past 10 election cycles, there's been some kind of pandemic. Well, that pandemic did not cause the uh, National Basketball Association to shut down. It did not cause the NCAA to cancel its biggest money maker in March Madness. It did not cause the Major League Baseball to delay its uh, opening day, which is one of their biggest money makers, opening day in the World Series. Um, it did not cause... Um, the XFL and all these other sports teams to shut down. It did not cause the stock market to not trade. Y'all hear me? The stock market for four days did not trade. So we know that the gods of this nation um, are sports and money. Those are the idols of these people. Now, just like I said before, don't hear me and say that because you make a lot of money or because you because you like sports that you're delving in idolatry. You can be. It's very easy to turn your money or your sports team or um, the sport that you love into an idol. Right. Um, but it's also OK to have a favorite sports team. It's it's not a sin to be wealthy. We had a lot of wealthy uh, people in the Bible. Um, the, uh, Matthew was wealthy. Uh, Zacchaeus was wealthy. King David, Solomon, all these people are wealthy. Um, Lot, Abraham, they're wealthy. Right. So it, that's that's not a sin. But when it becomes your main desire to accumulate wealth and if sports literally like i know some people take up all of who you are to the point where you're saying um when you're talking about the sports team you're using you're using nouns like we and us then that that it's becoming a problem um but i digress right so they they have they have turned their back on their gods sports and money this has never happened before. So either this thing is very serious or there's something behind it that they're not telling us. There's there's because always remember, there's always a smoke screen, right? Um, there's always distractions. Are they using this as a distraction or is there something more sinister going on behind the scenes? We don't know. So the best that we can do and the advice that I would give all my people listening to this podcast is if they tell you not to. The CDC is telling people not to uh, congregate more than 50 people. I believe that the president has said more than 10. Uh, you take whichever one how you want it. I would say listen to that um, and take this seriously. <clears throat> so these things will not spread. Um, the last thing we want this to do is to spread and have us quarantined longer um, than 
then we have to be quarantined, right? So I would say whatever advice that the CDC, the WHO, and our, our government is giving us, heed to that advice to the best of your ability. Um, again, if you're listening to this, most people listening to this is probably grown. At the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do anyway, but I'm just telling you, if you want to go back to some type of normalcy, um, as far as your day to day, I would say heed to the advice that that we've been given. So let's let's get right into um, what I'm saying. First of all, just know that this is not the end. I'll say that again. This is not the end. If you have a Bible app and you type in pandemic or not pandemic, I'm sorry, if you type in pestilence, that's that's what Corona is. Corona is a pestilence. It's a it's a disease. Um, it's mentioned over 50 times in the in the Bible. The majority of that time is in the book of Jeremiah um, It's going to mention it in the passage that I'm going to read here soon in, in Matthew. And again, in the mirroring passage in Luke 21, which mirrors Matthew 24, um, it's mentioned once again. It's also mentioned in the book of Edris in the Apocrypha. Um, so a lot is said about pestilence. Um, the most interesting thing is as far as pestilence is concerned, uh, and I had to look this up because I was curious. I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd. I, I wanted to see how many times that we've had a pandemic um, or the list of pandemics that that has been had in history. Um, so the list that I was looking at, I believe, goes all the way back to. Let me see here. Let me go all the way up. I have it right in front of me. Let me go all the way up. It starts in the 15th century and earlier. So it goes all the way to 429 B.C. Right. And that was the plague of Athens. And it took out 75 to 100,000 people in Greece. And it goes all the way down to modern day, the coronavirus. Right. But I just wanted to know within the 21st century. So these last 20 years, how many um, at the time I'm recording, this is 2020. How many pandemics, epidemics have we had? And I counted 26. Now, there's been more times than that. Because Ebola is on that list um, several times, um, I believe. Let's see here. Let me go down. Ebola is mentioned several times as well as let's see here. Um, cholera, yellow fever, uh, dengue fever, um, hand, foot and mouth disease is mentioned a couple times on here as well. Cholera is mentioned several times. So I didn't I didn't count every single time. So cholera is on here like five or six or seven times. I didn't count that. Right. So so there's been 26 different diseases that have um, surfaced in the 21st century alone. Um, there's been over. Let's see here. What years? What years? So it's pretty much been every every single year um, since 2001. Um, so to count them, let's see one. I'm not going to count. them. That's too much. Too many. Way too many. There's been 26 diseases. And a lot of them have happened multiple times. Um, so if that's the case, I would I would double that, I guess, and say there's 60 something times in the last 21st century that we've had an epidemic, a pandemic, uh, some kind of pestilence scare. Um, and I believe every single time you have people getting on YouTube or Instagram, Facebook or whatever your social media outlet is and freaking out about it. And. I don't know about your your Bible, but my scriptures say that the just shall live by faith, not by fear. The just shall live by faith. We're not to live by fear. We're not to freak out every time uh, the WHO marks something as a pandemic. We need to walk in wisdom 
take heed to their instructions and be wise, right? Um, use uh, use caution because these things are serious. Um, you can die from Corona. You can die from Ebola. You can die from SARS. As people die from H1N1 and cholera and the yellow fever and um, all these other things that 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 has happened in just in the 21st century alone. So they are serious. Yet, because we know who the creator is and we know his plans because he's written them in the scriptures and he has given us prophets so that we would know how he how he tracks, how he moves. If we read the Torah and if we read the prophets, and if we follow the teachings of Yahshua, we know that we sh- we have nothing to fear for the future. We have nothing to fear for the right now because. Every single time, the Most High will choose Israel and Israel will be protected. Now, are there some who in Israel who've died because of these things? Absolutely. But has it completely wiped out Israel as a whole? Absolutely not. Um, So we need to take heed to those things. Again, I can't say it enough. Don't freak out, but take it seriously. So 26 different epidemics that have happened just in the 21st century alone. But let's read Matthew 24 because Yeshua gives us a roadmap of what the end will look like, the beginning of the end and the end in itself, right? If you go to Matthew 24 and we'll start at verse one, it says, um, and Jesus, which is Yeshua, and I'll use Yeshua instead of Jesus because that's the name his mama called him. And Yeshua went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him uh, for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Yeshua said to them, see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he said upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Yeshua answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. That's very important. So his Talmudim, his disciples asked him, hey, Yahshua, um, what is the time? What is the what is the signs of the end or the coming of the end of the world? The first thing he tells them is not to be deceived. So we know that the first thing that's going to happen during the beginning of the end is deception. Now, has that deception come? Absolutely. It's here. Uh, we have all of our brothers and sisters uh, worshiping gods of wood and stone or worshiping nothing at all, um, thinking that they're a crayon color or two different um, continents. Uh, we have them in fornication and homosexuality and drug abuse and in poverty. And um, we're thinking that we're supposed to be these things. Right. These governments, these systems that are set up, whether here in the United States or abroad, have gotten us in some of the worst conditions in the world. And they haven't us believe that we deserve these positions because we're cursed of ham. Right. <sighs> also, we have these different churches and mosques and temples and whatever else you want to call them, telling us, telling our people lies. Um, some very um, diabolical because they know the truth. And a lot of our a lot of our so-called black leaders are just clueless about who they are. So we are we are we if you're listening and you're under the sound of my voice, we were born into deception. 
Um, you can go back and look at, uh, listen to a podcast that I have called The Miseducation of the Antichrist. And in there, I talk about how a lot of us are waiting or have taught to wait for this deception to come. Like, no, 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 beloved. We're not waiting for deception to come. Deception is already here. We were born into it. So Yeshua's first thing he tells them to do is not to be deceived. He says, for many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and shall deceive many. Has that has that happened? Absolutely. Um, whether it's Jim Jones or the, 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 the stuff that's going on that happened in Waco. Uh, there was a there was a guy down in Florida at one point that said he was the, the Messiah, um, uh, whether it was Elijah Muhammad that was part of the um, the nation of Islam, whether it was Ben Ami who took some of our people down to Demona. Um, there's been so many, uh, so many, and there's going to be many more. This is not going to stop until he returns. He says, he, Yeshua further goes on to say, for nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Now we know what pestilence is. It's funny that pestilence and famine are mentioned a lot together. So if you just type in, if you have a Bible software on your on your computer or you just have a Bible app on your phone, when you when you search pestilence, you will see that pestilence and famine rock together a lot. So right now we're in a, a pandemic, as the WHO is calling it, of a of pestilence. Coronavirus is pestilence. So I'm not a prophet. I'm not predicting anything. But what I'm saying is. Pestilence and famine rock together. So first comes the pestilence and then comes the famine or sometimes first comes the famine and then comes the pestilence. So it'd be a good idea if you have not already, if there's some in your area to just stock up on some canned goods, stock up on. Um, I got a 25 pound bag of rice uh, just because if we if we run out of anything else, a cup of rice can feed a lot of people. Um, and the worst that would happen is that you don't have to go shopping for groceries for a while. So you don't want to get stuck in a situation where um, you're stuck in your house. You can't go anywhere and <clears throat> you don't have any food. That's happening right now. As I record this, I believe in San Francisco. I keep saying San Diego, San Francisco. So there's kind of this pseudo martial law going on there where I believe there's a curfew. The only places that are open are essential places. The only people that can leave their house are people. I guess if you're going for food or if you're going to work. Uh, something like that. Uh, you can you can search that out on Google and listen to um, I, don't, I don't know if it was their mayor or 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 who it was um, that was giving these instructions in this uh, live press conference. I was watching the other day, but it's happening. Right. It's happening. So that's not an unreal scenario. So if you haven't already um, pause this podcast, come back to it later, do a little bit of grocery shopping and then come back and listen to it again. All right. And while you're out grocery shopping, just tell about five people about the podcast. No, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, in that instance, this podcast should be the least of your worries. Uh, you need to be making sure that you're feeding your family or feeding yourself if you are a single person. But yes, pestilence and famine are tied together closely in the scriptures. Uh, moving on to verse eight, Matthew 24, verse eight, it says, all these things are the beginning of sorrows, pestilence, diseases, earthquakes in diverse places and famines are not the end 
Yahshua said these are just the beginning of sorrows. In verse 9, he says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Wow. Are we ready for that? To be afflicted, to be killed, and to be hated for all, from all nations for my name's sake. Now, has this happened yet? I believe some of this has happened. So we look at the Spanish um, and Portuguese inqu in, in, uh, inquisitions. We look at the Crusades. We look at the transatlantic slave trade. Uh, we look at the Arab slave trade and just all the places that we are in. There's no place on the planet Earth that we're loved. None. We've been killed. We've been afflicted. We've been hated. Now, the question is, will this happen again? And I believe it will. Not saying this to scare anybody. It's just scripture. That's why we need to know our Torah, study the prophets, study the teachings of Yeshua. Um, try to be as practical and functional as we can in life to learn different skills so that we don't have to be reliant on this system all of our lives. So just in case these things happen in our lifetime, we can be prepared. And if not, at least you're, you're, you're passing down something to your kids so that they can be prepared if it were to happen in their lifetime. Moving on to verse 10, it says, And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. That's happening right now. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. That's happening right now. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. That's happening right now. But he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. So I know we learn in church that if you go up to the altar, say a little prayer, uh, get water baptized, then you're saved. Now, now um, Yeshua says something different. He says those who endure unto the end shall be saved. The end hasn't happened here yet, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. The end is not here yet. So. As I'm doing this podcast, as much as I love the Most High, as much as I love Yahshua, as much as I love my people Israel, there's a possibility that I will not make it. There's a possibility that you fall off and you don't make it. Our goal is to endure, endure, endure until the end. I'll say it again. Endure, endure, endure till the end. Do not believe just because you have come into this way, that you've come into the truth, that you find out that you're an Israelite, that you're um, that you're doing the best you can to follow the law, statutes and commandments, that this is the end road. Because that's when pride begins to set in. That's when haughtiness begins to set in. And that's when you fall. You may not make it. Live your life the best you can, as humbly as you can, under the mighty hand of Yahuwah, so that you can make it and endure, endure, endure. A prayer that I pray over my children, over myself, over my wife, over all my brothers and sisters in Israel every night is that number one, that we do not be influenced by Sodom and Gomorrah. That we do not love the systems of Babylon and that we are never crushed by Egypt and that the most high gives us the spirit and the strength to endure in these last and evil days because endurance is so important 
We need to endure because we are under deception and our people are under deception. And don't think of yourself so high and mighty that you that you can't fall into deception because there's a lot of false prophets even within the awakening. There's a lot of false prophets claiming to be Israel. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Claiming that they're coming in the name of Yahshua or Yahawashai or however you want to pronounce it. And they're setting up and they're creating camps. They're creating assemblies. They're creating these house churches. And nobody knows that behind the closed doors, when they go home, they take off the sheep's clothing and underneath there's a wolf. We need to question everything. Believe, as the old saying says, believe nothing and question everything. Now, I don't agree completely with that because I believe I believe in, in the almighty Elohim, Yahuwah. I believe in a savior that he sent, uh, Yahshua. Um, I believe in my people and love them, but I do question everything. I also have another podcast that talks about um, critical thinking. We have to have critical thinking. We cannot fall into these traps of believing everything somebody says just because they're great speakers or because they look good and we have become uh, enchanted with their words. Don't do that. E even if your bishop, captain, pastor, moray, whatever you want to call them is right. Research it for yourself. Even just 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 for the sake of just having the knowledge for yourself so that when you get into conversations with people at your job or whatnot, you, you have that arsenal on you. Endure, endure, endure. It says in verse 14 in Matthew 24, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come this gospel of the kingdom, this gospel. So so. Uh, I know we have a lot of um, what do they call them missionaries that go out and try to uh, teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of uh, they know it. And last time I checked, just about every place in this world has been colonized by missionaries or some kind of Christian group. And the end has not come. Why? Because they're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. What's the kingdom of God? Right. So the gospel of the kingdom is, number one, telling the truth about the people of God who will rule in that kingdom. And number two, um, uh, encouraging people to go back to the Torah, to the covenant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the promise that was made to them. Also, um, uh, not, it's not just a promise made to us. It's a covenant that our ancestors agreed upon on Mount Sinai for themselves and all of their offspring after them. We have broken that covenant. We have given away the promise and we need to go back to that covenant and take our promise back. All right. So right now, our people as a whole are being punished because we still we can't get rid of the chitlins. We can't get rid of the fried pork chops. We can't stop eating the shrimp. Um, our ladies don't want to dress modestly. Our men don't want to dress modestly. We want to go and, and come and go as we please go where we want to. We want to still worship on Sundays or not worship at all. We don't uh, we don't but we would rather believe that we are cursed of ham than the chosen people of Israel. We're such a lost people. Honestly, coronavirus is the should be the least of your worries right now. Is it something serious? Absolutely is serious. Should we walk in wisdom? I've already said that. Yes, we should. But our main goal is to try to get back. Try to get back. 
matter of fact, let's go to um this popped in my head. Is it Second Chronicles chapter seven? Because this ties right into this. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Ah, oh, man. I know it's Second Chronicles seven. Second Chronicles seven. Thirteen. Second Chronicles seven thirteen. Listen to this. Second Chronicles seven thirteen reads. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Has it happened before? Have we not seen in the last at least 12 months uh, Australia being on fire, uh, California being on fire, Siberia being on fire? Um, what else? Somewhere else. Uh, the whole continent of Europe at some point, like every country in Europe at some point had a wildfire going. Did he not? Did he not shut up the rain? If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. If I command the locusts to devour the land. Um, East Africa is getting towed up by locusts. Just last year, there was, there was a locust infestation in Las Vegas. There was a locust infestation in Egypt. There was a locust um, infestation in Israel. Hmm. If I shut up the heavens there be no rain or if I command the locusts to devour the land or if I send a pestilence pestilence among my people if I send disease among Israel hmm is there not disease among Israel heck there's disease among the whole world right now he says here's the key if my people Israel which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin. And I will hear their land. <clears throat> I'm crazy enough to believe. And I'm, I'm going to show you the scripture. I'm crazy enough to believe. That. The. State of Israel. Literally affects everything that goes on in this world. So when we're in right alliance with Elohim with the father then I believe the world is at peace because we see that under um, uh, under King David <clears throat> we see that in the in the book of Judges where we went off and then it came back and it says there was peace for however many years uh, we also see in the Garden of Eden how everything just moved in peace when, when Adam and Eve were in right alignment with the father. Right. But then I believe when Israel is in chaos, so goes the world in chaos. That's why I say, check this out, not just me, um, but the father himself says, if my people, which are called by my name. So what first humble themselves? we got a lot of proud people out here who don't know what it means to be humble. You so you're super brew. Telling everybody who you am and who you are and what you're going to do, what you ain't going to do. And uh, uh, um, trying to be everybody's mom and daddy, daddy telling them what they ought to do, what they shouldn't ought to do. Go here, go there. Do it on this day. Do it on that day. Do it this way. Or you're not a real brew and all this stuff. You're not being humble. Take let this sink in. And, and this, this is my opinion. Um, but the world is in chaos because we're in chaos. Our main job was to be the righteous priests to the world. 
to educate the world about our God and teach them how to line up with him so that everyone be in peace. And we've not done that. It says, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. A lot of us are still in sin. Our land is not healed. There's pestilence around the world. There's no rain in some places. And um, there's earthquakes. There's locusts. There's all this stuff going on. All this chaos going on. And I believe that it goes all the way back to us. Now, is this the end or is this this or is this just the beginning? I believe this is just the beginning. I believe things will get way worse before they get better. Now, after Corona, I don't know. Uh, will things die down and things go back to normal? More than likely. Um, but something else is going to come up. Uh, we have a long way to go. And I believe this is just the beginning, as Yeshua said, the beginning of sorrows. Um, I don't know what's to come next. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not a prophet. I'm not uh, any of that kind of stuff. I just read the scriptures and I believe them. If he says it's the beginning, this is just the beginning. So if this is just the beginning, that means things will get worse. They will get far worse before they get better. So before we get to reign in a millennium with Yahshua, there's a lot of things that have to happen um, in that Matthew 24 verse in Luke 21. And especially all the things that haven't even happened when it can when you're talking about um, the book of Daniel, when you're talking about second Edris, when you're talking about the book of Revelations, when you're talking about the book of Isaiah, Ezekiel. Um, Amos and 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 uh, Zechariah, Zephaniah, all these all all these books, all the stuff that these prophecies that that about Jacob and Jacob's trouble and all these things that just um uh, the new covenant and 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 the the two witnesses and all the plagues and all the stuff that's going to come that just hasn't happened yet. Um, the sec the the the, the second Exodus, which just hasn't happened yet. The two thirds being cut off and us going into the wilderness has not happened yet. Um. So much that needs to happen. And we're so quick to react to things. Right. So those who don't have faith are reactionary. They react to everything. So if somebody to they Oh, my God, there's Corona. I'm about to react to it. Jump on Instagram and put all this do all this fear mongering. Right. SARS. I'm going to react to it. Donald Trump becoming president of the United States. I'm going to react to it. But the just live by faith. We know these things must happen in order for the end to come. So we just sit back and enjoy the show, man. Uh, we don't walk in foolishness and pretend like stuff doesn't matter and that stuff isn't important and that stuff doesn't impact us, whether positively or negatively, because we know that it does. But at the same time, we know the truth because we believe the scriptures. I think that's 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 the, the fallacy of some of us. We don't. Our downfall is that we don't read the scriptures. You didn't read the scripture when you was in the, you didn't read the Quran when you was in the mosque. You didn't read the scriptures when you were in the, in the Christian church. Um, you probably didn't read the Torah when you were in, in Judaism. Uh, you probably didn't read the, the, the laws of Kabbalah and all this other crazy stuff that's going wherever you came from. If, if you were lazy, then you cannot be lazy. Now um, I was doing a study on Baruch and in Baruch, I believe chapter five, four Baruch chapter four talks about um let me just look it up because i don't want to mess it up for you i'm gonna go to baruch chapter four real quick just to make this point and then um to my last point of how i believe that that literally the children of israel um based on their state so goes the world 
I truly believe that. I truly believe that. But before that, let me go to Baruch. Baruch chapter twelve, uh, chapter four. Chapter four. Let's see here. Um, where is it at? Where is it at? Ah, Baruch chapter four, verse twenty-eight. It says. For as it was your mind to go astray from God. So this is Baruch. This is in the time of Jeremiah as one of his scribes. So this is in the time when we were in the Babylonian captivity, right? So it says, for as it was your mind to go astray from God. And that's still true today. Our people just, they, we just, uh, we just don't want no part of, of Elohim for whatever reason. It says, so being returned, seek him 10 times more. So you went astray, you returned to the most high, you returned to the laws, statutes, commandments, the judgments, um, uh, the covenant of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, uh, the promises uh, and the covenant made on Mount Sinai through the prophet Moses. He says you've returned to that, but you have to seek him 10 times more, which means you cannot be a lazy Hebrew. Lazy Hebrews begin to believe conspiracy theories. Lazy Hebrews begin to live in fear and not by faith. Lazy Hebrews believe every meme that they see on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Lazy Hebrews don't do the scholarship that is needed for them to be informed. We have to be informed. Don't live in fear. Live by faith. You shouldn't be getting your information off memes. You should be doing some scholarly work and investigation so you know the truth. And you ought to be in these scriptures way more than you were when you were in whatever religion that you came from. Because it says when we come back, we ought to seek him 10 times more. But the problem is some of us, because we know we Israel now, some of us don't even seek him at all anymore because we think it's over with. This is the end. I'm going to bunker down, hunker down and wait. Like, no, you need to be seeking him 10 times times more now let's go to Romans chapter 8 Romans chapter 8 now a lot of y'all heard this now because I, I know especially if you come from the Christian church especially if you come from the black Christian church you've heard this preached you've heard this hooped and hmm, all that good stuff right but you never heard it like this before because you you you've heard it void of the truth right void of the the responsibility that lays on the shoulders of Israel uh, where are we going to start here? I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> I know it's in Romans 8. It's in Romans 8. Let's see. Aha. Romans 8.18. Romans 8.18. It says, and I'm almost done. It says, uh, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory with which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the cre uh, of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God for the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto the glory of liberty unto the children of God. So it's saying here that for I reckon that the suffering of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's that's 18. That's Romans 818. Then it says 19. Here it is. 
for the earnest expectation of the creation for the creature wait waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. It's waiting. Why is it in so much expectation and waiting? It says, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto the glorious liberty of the children. Of God. So the, the literally the liberation and the peace, the shalom of nature of this earth is connected to our liberation and to our shalom. Watch this. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Mm, 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 mm. It's groaning and travailing in pangs, waiting for the true people of the most high to be revealed. And when those people, us, Israel, the true Israelites, when we begin walking in our calling, the laws, statutes and commandments and all this slavery, all this colonization, all this crazy stuff begins to fall off of us. When we begin to get free, because in the Torah is freedom in Yahshua, there is freedom. If you're not walking in the law, statutes, commandments, judgment of the most high, if you're not following the witness um, of Yahshua, you're not free. You are still in bondage. So at that point, it doesn't matter if it's if it's if it's Wuhan 400, the Rona, coronavirus, the Ebola, um, SARS, H1N1, whatever um, uh, uh, pandemic that's out there doesn't matter because you're in bondage anyway. But in the end. Our freedom is directly connected to the freedom of this world, the world meaning the natural world, nature is waiting for us to be revealed and free so it can be free. When we're in alignment with the father, the world is at peace. When we get off of that alignment, the world is in chaos. And then we see all this stuff ramping up. Coronavirus is because we disobeyed the covenant of the most high, plain and simple. So is this the beginning or is it the end? This is simply the beginning of sorrows, according to Yahshua. There's so much more to go. So my brothers and sisters, stay prayed up, fast, get yourself in an assembly that believes in, in, in the Torah and the witness of Yahshua. Um, lead a humble life and endure, endure, endure. Seek the most high 10 times more than you've ever seek, uh, ever have. Uh, I don't know the word that you seek him more than you've ever seeked him before. All right. 10 times more as the as the as the prophet uh, Baruch would say. And don't get your information from memes and social media. Do the scholarship. Please do the scholarship, because if you don't, you'll believe the end is here when it's not. You'll believe this and then you'll be a false prophet. And you don't want that. It's just the beginning. There's so much more to come. We will be hated. We will be killed. We will be in more pain. But in the end, we will be glorified and we will rule with the father and with the son in New Jerusalem. Don't let this momentary moment of chaos break you. Coronavirus will pass and we will get back to some type of normalcy. But the question 
that you have to ask yourself is how after all this passes, what have you told people that are not in the truth? And has it come true? Or will you be seen as a false prophet? And will your witness tarnish some of the awakening? Be very careful what you say to people. Be very careful how you react. Remember, the just shall live by faith. Endure, endure, and endure. That's all I have for the day, uh, brothers and sisters. Um, I pray that it blessed you. I pray that it helped you. Um, as always, seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom. Thank you for listening to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. We ask that you subscribe, like, and review, as well as share this podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. Have you ever wondered how to be a part of the show? You can call in to the podcast voicemail at 901-300-7474. Leave your comment and question, and we will play it on the next episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. Also, if you go to our Instagram page at JacobC12 or the host page at Yermayahu15 on Instagram or Twitter and press the link, you can find ways on how to support this podcast. You don't have a social media account? That's perfectly fine. You can go to linktr.ee forward slash JacobC12 to find more ways on how to support this podcast. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And remember... Seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom.